Hey, Senda. Hey, Phil. Hey, do you want to talk about dice rolling and... Oh, wait, I made a mistake. Um, Do you want to talk about um, intrusion? Nope. Hang on. Made another mistake. Give me a second. (laughs) No, okay. What? Okay. Okay. I'm still here. Do you want to talk about making mistakes in games? Oh, heck yeah. Let's do that. Cue music. Welcome to another fine episode of Pandas Talking Games. I'm one of your hosts, Phil. And I am your other host, Senda. And before I tell you tonight's actual topic in detail, uh, the first thing that I need to announce is that this is the last show that you will be hearing that drops on Monday. We are moving our show schedule to drop on Wednesdays because apparently my life schedule rearranging has made dropping timely on Mondays uh, hard. I didn't think that it would. It's been really patchy and I apologize. So the solution to this is we are going to move our expected drop day to Wednesdays. Um, So this one will drop on Monday, but going forward from this point, look out for episodes to be dropping on Wednesdays. (coughs) Anyway, um, cool. So for today's actual topic, um, Kathleen asked us in the Slack room, possible to... uh, Okay, possible... Part of the course today. (laughs) Right? (laughs) possible episode topic which is apparently a tongue twister how do you recover from mistakes like more serious than i misremembered that rule but less serious than i violated someone's safety it's not a possible topic it's an actual topic hooray (laughs) yeah it's a good one um so today we're gonna talk about making mistakes and what to do when you make them Um, we're gonna actually use kathleen's suggestion and call it a significant mistake Right. So it is more than a minor mistake, like forgetting to put a plus one on a check or like a die roll or something like that. And um, less um, greater, less of a problem, less of a mistake than a safety violation, which is actually a huge um, issue. Right. So in there we have what we're going to call significant mistakes. Mm -hmm. And let's give you, let's go through a few examples. We'll ping pong through a few examples of significant mistakes. Yeah. And I think before we actually jump into this list of them, one of the things to um, keep in mind is we kind of, uh, for this list and in in saying significant mistakes, we are talking about significant game mistakes um, or table mistakes, story mistakes kind of stuff. So this is not going to cover significant social mistakes outside, you know, that are smaller than safety violations or whatever. Like that's a that's a whole other communication topic. So this is a significant mistake in your game that might have changed the trajectory of the game or affects player agency in some way because you messed it up, etc. To that point, um, most of these are going to be kind of GM centric. They're the kind yes. of mistakes that GMs make during the course of a game. Some of these will also apply to players. Um, the way to deal with them is definitely, when we talk about that in a little bit, is very GM-centric. Um, yeah. So keep that in mind. If you are a player and you make some of these mistakes, um, your best bet is just to let the GM know. Yes. Right? Um, yeah. And then from there, 
everything else that we're going to talk about advice wise um, actually still applies. Yeah, agree. Yep. Cool. All right. So okay. back to some examples of significant mistakes so that people understand, like, what are we talking about? And I always got to preface this, depending on your group, the game you're playing and all of that stuff. What we consider significant mistakes, you might consider minor or major or whatever, but we're going to go with the average of between you and I and how we play games. We consider these to be significant mistakes. Your mileage may vary. Yes. And of course, this list is not exhaustive because it would be impossible to list out every possible mistake you could ever make, right? But here are some ideas to kind of give you an idea of what kind of range we're talking about. So this is like, um, and this is one that I'm guilty of, so I'm having a moment here, right? Forgetting a clue or detail about the setting, or in my case, running a pre-written adventure, and sometimes just forgetting to include something that was in the pre-written adventure, like the subplot. I forgot to start the subplot. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Absolutely. Um, the next one is um, gaining or not gaining some sort of condition effect or something in a scene like that person should have been fatigued, but they're like not fatigued. Um, you for, or you forgot to mark them as fatigued, bloodied, um, you know, whatever those things are for your, um, for your game. Yeah. Um, using the wrong name for an NPC. And I do, this one is interesting because sometimes it could be pretty minor. You could be like, oops, I said the wrong name. Sometimes it could be pretty major if you already have that NPC whose name you accidentally used is already involved and they don't match all the things that you just said, right? Like, Yeah, like if, if, if you forget that like Steve is the barkeep's name and you call him Sam... And the players walk in and you're like, Steve says hi. And, you know, a few seconds later, people are like, what? Who's, you know, who's Steve? And you're like, oh, sorry. Look it up. I meant Sam. Yeah. Right. But if you have like, if you have like an assassin who's like making a deathbed confession and is like, who hired you? Right. And you have both a Steve and Sam in the, you know, in the game and the assassin's like, it was Steve. Right. You have set the players like down a path where yes. you are like, oh shit, not Steve. Not like Steve, I'm, I meant right. Sam, right? Oh no, especially if you don't realize it till later. <laughs> yeah, so that's a good case where one of those could be minor, another one could be significant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it depends on the you know the situation. Um, and the last one, which kind of tracks to the one that I mentioned before, could just be the improper use of a rule. So like maybe you don't remember, um, or may you misremember how armor and swimming work. Yeah. Right? Like, you just, like, either don't remember that there's a penalty for swimming in armor, or you say something like, oh, you can't swim in armor, you sink to the bottom of the, um, to the bottom of the lake when they should have been able to make a roll, even if it's at a heavy penalty, whatever. Like, you just, like, you, in the middle of a scene, just misuse a roll. Right. Forget or it. Maybe, maybe wrong, it's a wrong interpretation. A three five grapple check, right? Like that stuff's always messy. Like, you know. Yeah, you forget to, <laughs> you know, an attack of opportunity, whatever. Um, but yeah, like it just like not using a rule correctly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um this has the potential to be more minor or or really significant, depending on how long you use the rule incorrectly for or miss it for. Sure. So minor might be like, minor might be like, oh, you're climbing an armor. Uh, No problem. You, I forgot to assess a penalty. You roll, you make your climb. Yeah. Um, 
forgetting that you can't swim in armor and I just drown your character. Yeah, that's <laughs> or, pretty major. <laughs> that's pretty major, right? Like, that's yeah. a problem. And I am being slightly hyperbolic, but... Oh, yeah. But to, it's for, you know, exemplary purposes. So, But the yes. stakes is... The stakes. The, the stakes. stakes that are involved. And I the think stakes. that actually leads us to um, what defines a significant mistake. Yeah. Right? These are mistakes that affect the outcome of a scene or affect the overall progress of the story. Yes. Like, they have some consequences when you make these mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, and this is just, you know, from one GM to others, one player to others, right? Like, we're going to make some of these mistakes. There is an inevitability. None of us are perfect. And there is no requirement that we are. We are human. Mistakes happen. It's going to happen at your table someday at some point if it hasn't already, right? In, in fact, it's actually better as a GM um, if you just embrace that, especially if you're a new GM. If you're a new GM yeah. and you're listening to us and you're like, hey, you know, there's always those things that go around on Twitter. Like, what's the one thing you would tell a new GM or whatever? Like, get comfortable making mistakes. Yeah, it's going to happen and just just be cool with it. <laughs> yeah, because here's the thing. The mistake is almost always less than your reaction to the mistake. Yeah, depending, I mean, just depending exactly on how comfortable you are making mistakes, right? So if you are comfortable making mistakes, it's a lot easier to... Right, well, I guess what I'm... That. No, go ahead, yeah. finish, that, finish that thought. No, to keep it under control is what I was... Yeah, and what I guess what I'm saying is like, look, mistakes happen. You shouldn't freak out about making mistakes. The more important part of a mistake is what you do once you know you make the mistake. Like don't... Correct. And we'll talk about this in a second, but like don't worry about making the mistake like yeah. don't don't put all your energy into okay like i have to run a perfect game and never make a mistake yeah. during the game you will tire yourself out and it will not work and it won't be it, fun <laughs> right and it won't be fun so instead get really good at how to fix mistakes yes so that while you are playing you can correct and fix anything that comes up and then that way you'll relax, you'll run a better game, you will over time just make less mistakes. Like, it is okay. You will make less mistakes, but I will tell you as a 40-year GM, I still make mistakes, and everything that we're talking about in this episode is shit I do when I make mm -hmm. a mistake in a game. It just happens. Um, you get The better you get at dealing with it, the smoother this becomes, but don't... I guess what I'm saying is put your energy in fixing mistakes. Don't put your energy in preventing mistakes. Yeah, I mean, to some extent, at least, right? To the vast, you know, don't pull a me and not read the book at all. Like, then yes. you're not making mistakes, actually. You just don't know the rules. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, listen, but, that's, uh, we could have a whole like, other talk about that. We, we could have a whole other conversation. Like, you know, you've done the basics to run the game from that point, um, except that making mistake doesn't make you a bad GM, will not make you a bad person, and I mean, that, you know, you, you will be able to pick up the pieces and, uh, I mean, again, yeah. just to come back on this, you could have complete system mastery. Some yeah. of the examples that we mentioned have nothing to do with the system. Absolutely not. None right? at all. So, so yeah. mistakes are totally going to happen. I want to yes. normalize this as much as possible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, yes, you should obtain some level of system mastery in your game. Um, play lighter games if you don't want to put in the work to learn crunchier systems. That is okay. Um, do that level of work. 
take, have prep, take notes, make sure that you stay organized. Those are things that all help cut down on mistakes, but don't put all your eggs in that basket because you can't, you can't make that thing bulletproof. You got to go, you got to get good at being agile enough to handle mistakes so that when they happen, you just flow. Yep. Yes. That, that's what I was trying to say. You said it better. (laughs) Thank you. Appreciate it. Cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> so the and the, I think the key takeaway from that that entire little rabbit hole that we really want you to get is that making a mistake has nothing to do with how good or bad you are as a GM. It happens to all of us. It does not make you a bad GM, and it is not worth beating yourself up over making a mistake. Right? Absolutely. Okay. In order to fix mistakes in the middle of a game. Right. So between games, this is a little different. But if you are like in the middle of your session and you make a mistake, right, you need your full brain to fix this stuff because you're going to have to do some on the fly assessment and fixing. And and we're going to break it down and it's going to sound complicated. But really, your brain does this like once you get skilled at it, your brain does this pretty automatically. But it can't do it if you've been emotionally hijacked, right? So if you are familiar with amygdala hijacking, right, when you get super um, upset and emotional, your higher brain functions shut down. Um, mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to fix mistakes when this happens. So this is the this is the place where we're saying get super comfortable. Don't get upset when you make mistakes because you want full. You need full brain to yes. help solve this problem. Yep, so. and that sometimes that means like if it is something, whatever the situation is, um, you know, for me it's pretty easy to be like, oh no, I made a mistake. But sometimes it's harder when someone comes at me like, no, you're screwing that up. Especially depending on how yep. they approach that conversation, that can be a little bit more difficult to swallow, right? Um, without having a, a negative reaction, and so. The thing that we will say here is that if you need to take a break for whatever reason because of the way that the mistake went or if you need to think about it or like just have a moment because it made you really anxious, whatever it is, it is okay to say, oh, I think that I might have messed something up Um, or you're right. Can we take a little break so that I can mull through this and or whatever it is, right? It is okay to take a break at the point um, where you need to because it's always okay to take breaks in gaming. Um, We need to have a little bit of process moment, right? I will say that probably the best tip for receiving um, the receiving a statement that you made a mistake is to uh, be both humble and be curious, right? So be humble as in um, how dare you challenge my GMing authority or my, you know, vast knowledge of this game system that I've been playing for X hundred years or whatever, right? If you are, if you are not being humble, right, you will jump to defensive, right? So mm-hmm. being humble means that you're like, Hey, I'm just here and I make mistakes and I'm doing a good, you know, I do the best job I can or whatever makes you open, right? Open to hearing somebody say, Hey, you know, I think you're doing that rule wrong. And then curious is like, why do they think that this is like, why do they think this is like, instead of being like, I know everything, right? So there's no way, you know, something I don't know, right? Instead, be curious, be like, why do you think that? Like, where in the book is that from? Like, oh, let's go look, right? Like, Mm -hmm. be curious about it. Humble and curious are, will make you receptive to criticism. Yeah. So I think the, the, the thing is, 
if you feel that defensive thing, for whatever the situation is, if you feel like you're getting defensive um, because of a mistake, then take a break. Yeah, take a, take a break's a great way to kind of like bring that all back down. But also the train, so yes, everything you said, and then also the kind of trained thing, like train mm-hmm. yourself to be humble and be curious. Yeah, it's, it's just sometimes it's easier to come back from a break and be humble and curious sometimes than yeah, that immediate reaction, absolutely. right? <laughs> like, yep. especially especially if it's um, early in DMing or you've, you've spent a lot of time studying the book and you really think you got it down, et cetera, right? Like, but or you're under never, pressure, right? yeah, you're uncomfortable, like maybe, maybe you're intimidated by somebody sitting at the table, or maybe you have a conflict with somebody sitting at the table or you're sitting with random people at a con, like whatever it is, you're 100% correct. If you can't in the moment take it in, take the break yep and just remember um the whole idea here is to get back to a collaborative space right Mm -hmm. so if you're not in a place where you can be collaborative take the break till you can be collaborative right okay cool excellent so receptive is what that's cool (laughs) no it's important right yeah don't beat yourself up be receptive cool now now that we've done that we're in a place of calm um how do we deal with the problem yes yeah so here's here is a concept of a rubric and as usual Take the parts that work for you. Here is here is how we see it happening. Um, and it's probably mostly happening for you personally, in your head, right? Um, the first one, which is what we we're kind of talking through already, right? Um, recognize that a mistake has been made and stay calm or take the space that you need to become calm, right? Yep. That's where the pause comes in. All right. Number two, figure out what what's the mistake. What, what was it? What caused it? Like, did we forget a name? Did we misinterpret a rule, forget a rule? Those kinds of like, just get your hands around what the mistake is. I said, Sam, when I should have said, you know, when I should have said, um, Steve, like they're suddenly going after the very friendly bartender (laughs) instead of the actual bad guy. And I don't understand what happened here. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Three. What is the impact of the mistake? Which is kind of what I was just saying. Like, are they going off on a completely different story direction than you intended? Um, you know, have you been playing a rule wrong for a long time that might have, you know, impacted previous scenes or is impacting the current scene um, in a way that might change how the players are playing the game, etc. Right? Like, what is the impact of this mistake? Yeah, like they're like they're you know gearing up to go take down Sam. I mean, poor Sam. Right. Right. He just plays the piano. <laughs> Step four, is the mistake worth fixing, right? Yeah. We're going we're gonna to talk about this in more detail in a little bit, but it is important, be, like, it is important before you jump in to fix something is to ask yourself, is this worth fixing? So going back to our example here with Sam and Steve, maybe you just decide in the heat of the moment, fuck it. It's now Sam. Sam. Sam's like, now the bad Sam's guy. Now, yeah. Right. Sam's now Just the bad guy. Just transfer the bad story over to this guy Absolutely. now, right? And, and actually, that's our future, right? We're, we'll get to that yeah. in a second. That's the apply <laughs> the fix. But yeah, yeah, like maybe you just look at it and you're like, in this moment... I'm not fixing this. Not it's fixing totally it. fine. I'm just going to like, right. So we're going to roll with it. Yeah. Some mistakes are not worth fixing and we'll talk about that. But let's just assume... Because if, if it's not worth fixing, just stop, right? At step four, just stop and be like, okay, there was a mistake, whatever. And you're not fixing it, roll on. Um, but let's assume, because there's three more steps, if you are going to fix the mistake, right? You're like, oh boy, I really don't want it to be Sam. I need it to be Steve. What do we do? Yeah. 
So number five, what would it take to fix the mistake, right? And um, and that's so now I'm transferring Steve's backstory to Stam. Now he's the big bad guy, you know, whatever it is. If you if you if you were not going to change it, right? Yeah. Right. Right. Um, here's the, the one other thing that I will say about this is sometimes you're like, Ooh, how, like, what would it take to fix this mistake? And you might sit there and you might be like, okay, well, I can think of three options off the top of my head. Right. So like, sometimes we'll, we'll get to this later, but like, sometimes you have many options. Yeah. Um, to go back to our Steve and Sam thing. Yes. So maybe you decide, Oh, I don't want to put it on Sam. I really want to put it on Steve. So this like now when we're looking at what it takes to fix the mistake, it's, Oh, I need to tell the players, like I need to go back to that scene and be like, Hey, uh, when the assassin was dying, he didn't say Sam. He said, Steve, he said, Steve. Yeah. Right. And that, that's, well, that, that, was that would mistake. be the fix. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That, so like, that's my again, mistake. many ways to fix a problem. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, step six is announce the mistake, right? So you've done, you just did all this like mental calculus in your head about, about the mistake. Now you got to tell everybody, right? Like, oh, like, hey guys, I made a mistake. Yes. The assassin said Sam, but he didn't mean Sam. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Um, step six is just announce it, right? Stop, stop the narrative, announce that there was a mistake. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then step seven is apply the fix. So in our current example that we just seem to have landed on, um, then this is where I'd say uh, the assassin who was dying, the person that hired them was actually Steve. That was my mistake. I said the wrong person, right? Yeah. Um, or, and I will just put an or in here, if it's something that's, um, and I think this probably applies more to non-plot mistakes but maybe not necessarily right again your mileage may vary your situations are specific to your game and to your players um but if you're like boy um we've been using the grapple rules wrong for the last three months and we're in the middle of a grapple check right now and changing this is going to change how you might approach this right so um so players i realize that i've made this mistake and here are three ways that I can think to fix it. A, we go back and retcon everything that ever had a grapple check in it, you know. Um, B, we leave all of that stuff, we correct it going forward. Um, C, we play it out through the rest of this scene in which you are already involved in a grapple check, but then we change it, right? Like, so there are situations in which you may also bring your players in on what fix is the best for you as a table collaboratively and then apply the fix again, collaboratively as a group, right? There are definitely situations because when we're talking about plot that everybody might not know about, like you may not want to be like, so, hey guys, I made a mistake. Do you want the bad guy to be Steve or Sam, right? Like there are situations where that might not make sense to do, but there are also situations where you might want to bring everybody in on both discussing what the fix should be and on applying the fix. There's even situations where you might be like, hey, I made a mistake, Um. I've come up with a couple of different ways to fix it, but what would you, my players, um, like to see in terms of the fix? What would be the best resolution for you so that we all feel like we're invested in having solved the problem and going forward? So yeah, I might, and I'll just say this is my general rule, right? My gen, my general rule for um, mechanical mistakes is that I, so. I will never go back in the past and fix yeah, things. Uh, right. I, like I never I will never clear, go 
that yeah. was no, just no, an was example, good. and I personally would not do that either. But right. I was coming it's up good. with something on the no, spot. No, it's a good example. I would not. <laughs> I would not go back and do that either. Right. So what I would basically do is I would say like, hey. So there's two ways this comes up. Either in the middle of the session, we had to look up the rule, suddenly discover how it really works, right? Mm-hmm. In which case, I will apply the fix immediately. Yes. Right? Because we, because if we stop to look it up, then we're going to do it correctly um, from this point going forward. But the other thing, and this has happened to me as I've been playing Cortex, is that um, occasionally I will go back and reread the Cortex rules. And so, like, one day I discovered... Um, a rule about how I think it's resources work versus signature assets. And I was like, Oh, I totally miss. Like I totally did not catch that the first time I read the game. And so when I showed up to the game the next day, the next, like the next session, I was like, Oh, Hey, everybody, I learned a thing. Like, yeah. here's the thing <laughs> I learned. Um, please like, uh, Here's the thing I learned from this point forward in this session going forward. Yeah. This is how we handle resources. Yes. And um and that was fine, right? Like that's and I'm just throwing this in like as a sidebar, but that's usually my mechanical fix. Like I, yeah, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. All right, cool. All right. So we hinted at this before. Why would you not want to fix a mistake? Right? Yeah. Step four asks you if it's worth fixing. Is Why it worth- might it not be worth fixing? Yeah, um, the outcome of the scene won't change, right? If they were going after Sam already for some other reason, and the assassin said Sam instead of Steve, well, like, okay, they're still going to go after Sam. Yeah, and this one's also good for a mechanical thing. Like, if you forgot to apply bloodied to the monster, but they still beat the living crap out of it, like... Yeah, like, okay. Does it matter? No. Nah. Exactly. Um... The next one is if you can just work around it, right? This one's great for missing clues. Like instead of, you know, instead of upending things and being like, oh, hey, I forgot to tell you there was a letter on the table. Yes. Maybe you're just like, I can move the letter to another table in their path. Right. Right. Then I don't need to tell you that I made a mistake because I'm just going to quietly in the background kind of, um, I guess it's technically a fix, but... in I don't I'm not going to rewind, tell you something, and then resume. Like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put this clue somewhere else so that you can find it. Right. Just that that's that's the doing the adjustment to the plot to still make it make sense. Yep. Which is the well now Sam is the big bad guy actually. Sure. There's <laughs> a, there's a little scramble on that. You might that that's actually a good place to be like, hey, let's take a five minute break and then like on your index card, like scratch You're down like, some okay. notes and be like, right. <laughs> All right, Sam's the guy now. Okay. Okay. Which yep. actually leads us to our third um, reason why you might not want to fix a mistake, which is? Yeah, it might have resulted in a more interesting outcome. So maybe the players are actually more invested in Sam than they were in Steve. And so this is like hitting them harder or influencing them more because they liked Sam better. So finding out that he sent the assassin is a bigger deal and it's cooler. Like, yeah. Don't fix it. Don't don't undo that. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, look. Sometimes a mistake is just a happy opportunity. Yeah. Sometimes it's a feature, not a bug. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So so there are times. That's why step four says, "Should you fix it?" Right. Like yeah. sometimes, maybe you just don't. Maybe you just don't. Yeah. But sometimes you do. And again, sometimes, case sometimes by case. Sometimes you do. Okay. Um, the next question is, should you admit all your mistakes? Yeah, I, I put both 
I put both yeah. schools of thought here, right? And I don't subscribe to either one of these wholly, right? Like it's sometimes on a case by case basis. I think it's totally on a case by case basis. Yeah. But let's yep. take but let's take both points of view. So, Senda, should you admit all your mistakes? Yes, I will say it declaratively, as if I believed only <laughs> this. Um, the reason being, um, there is no mistake to GMing, right? Like there is only admitting them. Not mistake, them. mystique. Mystique. That's well, my... I was like, it doesn't make sense, but I'll say it. <laughs> shouldn't you, why would you blindly follow the script Most you're gonna of the get in a lot of I, trouble because i'm gonna write some stuff in now that if you're oh just boy. gonna blindly follow the no, script no you understand that that doesn't happen generally right since i already dragged us down on several rabbit holes this episode anyway there is no mystique in blue scales um to gming um you just admit that you made a mistake and then you continue playing and this goes back to we're all human people and human people make mistakes and there is an inevitability to that right mm -hmm. your mistakes are learning experiences that can help you um improve your skills and can help others um who are like seeing it happen right the um the really key thing for me in terms of deciding that this is a yes admit a mistake like yes make sure you tell people about it is when it affects the choices that players have made or may make in the future, right? Because we're really talking about, does this mistake affect player agency um, in the past or going forward? Um, because our goal as a GM is always to maintain player agency because that PC is the only impact that these people have on the world. And if they don't have agency, um, that's personally like my my big pet peeve. I don't like playing games where my players or I don't have agency. Right. Well, so we get into that's railroaded country. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like we could go down that path. But so, so the key thing to me is a mistake that ends up affecting player agency should always be something that you're sharing. And, um, that's just one of those, like, because very frequently the players who may have had agency removed without realizing it. And now you're going to let them know, um, they also have a stake in how that situation is resolved. So that also gets back to like, as a table, how do we decide, um, you know, what is the best path forward for us as a group collaboratively, right? So that's my yes. Um, but, uh, you know, there's totally situations where the answer is still no, right, Phil? Emphatically, right? So I will also, I will take the, I will take the ridiculous and hyperbolic, hyperbolic pose of no, don't ever admit your mistakes, right? Um, you need to keep the flow of the game going. If you announce every little mistake, you're just going to slow things down. Now, there is some actual truth to that, right? So there are times where the flow of the game is going in a certain place, or maybe you're time crunched, maybe you're at a con, maybe you're trying to finish before it's time for everybody to go home, and maybe you don't have a place to um, address every mistake. Now, like Senda said, if your mistake is messing with player agency, then you probably need to handle it. But for instance, if the Steven Sam thing, like I may not mention that ever to the players. Right, right. Or you don't need I may to say tell anything. them, I may, I, so <laughs> I may never tell them. I may tell them at the end of the story, or I may tell them at the end of the campaign. It yeah. depends, right? So sometimes those happy mistakes just um, stay behind. Um, it's um, part of your job as a GM is to keep things moving, keep the flow, right? So don't, you know, if you announce every little mistake or stop and try to fix every little mistake, like it's a problem. 
um, sometimes I just jot a note that, um, hey, we made a mistake on this thing and I will bring it up outside of the game. Like yeah, between sessions, sure. I'll be like, hey, just so you guys know, like, um, you know, we forgot this rule. We forgot that rule. No big deal for the current game because none of the players agencies or their characters were directly harm harmed in doing so. But hey, going forward, we need to do these things. Um, I will especially do that if it's something like players are forgetting like a, a bonus or a rule or something. And I'll be like, hey, you all need to remember that, you know, when you're wounded, you need to use, you know, you have a dice penalty. Um you know, like you have to roll less dice. Like I, I noticed we forgot doing it during the game. No big deal. Yeah, um, no big deal. We move but on. going forward, and actually, I will, I will take a moment here. This actually happened in my Forbidden Lands campaign. The entire group, myself included, completely missed the fact that when you get wounded, you roll less dice, and so, um. So we had made this mistake and made it for a while and then realized it one day. And I forget who, I think one of the other players, like one of the players in the group was like, hey, you know, we've been doing this wrong. And I was like, no way. And I grabbed the book and I was like, looked it up and I'm like, sure, shit. Like we all looked it up and we're like, yep, we've been doing it wrong. And we stopped and we were like, do we even want to fix this? Like we were, and eventually we decided, no, we house ruled that rule out because we were like, no, if if you lose all those dice when you get wounded, like you're going to become less um, successful. And this game gets this game's already kind of gritty. It gets grittier if yeah. you do it that way. So we as a group tape house just went and house ruled it out. And we were like, nope, we just we're just not. Yeah. Just like not we're not we're that. not decreasing die pools when you're wounded. You use like your max strength, not your current strength kind of thing. And um, and then just went on. Like, like, and it was fine. Like we found a mistake. We looked at it. We addressed it outside of the game and then decided we were just not going to do anything about it. Yeah. And decided that from that point forward, don't worry about it. It's no longer a mistake. It's now a rule. <laughs> it's a feature, um, not a bug. Yeah. So, so sometimes it's okay not to announce every mistake. Um, I, like I said, in terms of being humble, like if the Steve Sam thing comes up and people are like, man, I never saw it being you know, <laughs> Sam or whatever, I will then admit and be like, let me tell you like, a story. Yeah. Let me, <laughs> right. Like let me I will tell, tell them later. Thing. Right. Like, like, wow. Me either, man. <laughs> me either. Right. Um, that was a mistake. And I just went with it. And honestly, your players won't think less of you when you tell them that story. They'll Absolutely be like, not. oh, that's cool, man. Like that's Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's yeah. um it's not a big deal all right so let's um this is a shorter episode but i'm here for a shorter episode today mm-hmm. um but let's let's do a little recap here right so so when it comes to significant mistakes they're like they're going to happen it's just the nature of gming um and you know if you're gming anywhere out of your element it, they're more likely to happen. Um, so if you're GMing a, a style or a system that you're not familiar with, or you're GMing in an environment you're not comfortable in, like you're likely to make more mistakes. Um, like we said at the beginning, uh, worry less about preventing mistakes. I do some due diligence to prevent mistakes, but wor- but get better at dealing with them um, because that will make everything else easier. Um, we had a little rubric, mm-hmm. right? Um, to kind of figure out um, how and what you should do with your mistakes. Uh, We talked about times when maybe you don't need to tell anyone it's a mistake. 
and um, and we talked about things that you may or may not want to fix. Like some mistakes are totally fine to just let go by, and some mistakes wind up being happy opportunities. Um, am I missing anything else in our recap? No, I think that's it. Yeah, so happy opportunities love- like like happy little trees. Happy, happy little, little well, I mean. That's it. There are no mistakes. There are no mistakes. Bob Ross knew. (laughs) Yeah. Stayed calm. Right. Smart guy. Yep. Smart guy. Stayed calm. Didn't you know? Didn't like get all bent about it. Just you know, and adapted. Um, And that's honestly, look, so much of GMing is making shit up. Um, Whether you made it up, whether you made it up before the game or during the game, right? (laughs) Like you just you're going to be making shit up forever, um, and you should just like you know embrace it um be humble be curious yeah and remember that no one no gm on the entire planet anywhere especially not any streamers or podcasters or anybody like that um is a perfect gm but the people that you may consume media from have the uh bonus added help of the magic of editing right so we can just end on that note no one is a perfect gm um, do not feel bad for making jamming mistakes. Um, you know, be comfortable with making mistakes. There you go. Happy little opportunities. Absolutely. All right. To get us to the closing and to get us um, eventually to the Bamboo Lounge, we need to talk about another show on the Misdirected Mark Network. Um, this is a show about two guys who probably d- make very few mistakes. Yeah, I don't imagine that they do. <laughs> um, but they probably still do sometimes because we all do, right? I'm sure so, they would. I'm sure they would correct us if they heard us say that. <laughs> well, so I'm going to tell you about Mastering Dungeons, on which RPG veterans and game designers Teos Abadia and Sean Merwin look at the game. Uh, wow, I've read this a million times, but for some reason it's hard today. Look at the game and the hobby of D&D from a variety of viewpoints, reporting the news, understanding the business, reviewing the products, and illuminating the design. Like illuminating the design, which always gives me a feeling of both taking a book and like putting a light in it and also imagining both Teos and Sean like crouched next to candles wearing robes like with their um, calligraphy like... Yeah, and then it turns into an audio, right? Somehow. Um, Whether you are a fan, a player, a DM, or a designer, Sean and Teos cover topics of interest to you. Woohoo! Indeed. Cool. Hey, Senda, where do people find us on the internet? Well, you can find us on Twitter at Pandas Talk Games. You can find us in the Misdirected Mark forums, which is forums.misdirectedmark.com. You can drop us an email, panda at misdirectedmark.com, or if you're feeling... Really brave, you can go find us on the Tiki Talkies where we don't have a podcast account, we just have our individual accounts. <laughs> Yay! And once you find us in one of those places, what can they do with that information? Yeah, just like Kathleen did, give us a question, a topic, an idea, just literally anything on your mind um, when it comes to tabletop role playing games. We um, are here to help. The whole purpose of this podcast is to help you enjoy GMing more. I I don't even want to say anymore that we want to make you a better GM, 
Like, you're a good enough GM, and you can always improve. Hell, I've been 40 years, and I'm still working on improving stuff. We just want you to have more fun, because if you have more fun doing it, you will GM more, and if you GM more, you will play more games, you will have more groups, sessions, everything else, and you will persist through this hobby, and so will a whole bunch of players who are hanging out at your table because you are making games possible as the facilitator, right? Until there is a dramatic tectonic shift in how we make tabletop role-playing games, GMs are still needed, you are needed, and we need you to be having fun. So let us help you find fun in every part of GMing. Nice. That was well done. Is that what you're going to use from now on? Because I'm, I'm with it. I don't know. We might have to write that down. It was really good. Yeah, that was good. All right. So hold on to that. We may, uh, we may yeah, add yeah. that in. Yeah, okay. Yeah, anyway. Okay. Um, if you like what we do here elsewhere on the Misdirected Mark Network, uh, consider supporting our Patreon campaign. Go to patreon.com slash MMP. Patrons get access to the Bamboo Lounge, the Slack Room for Life, which I will tell you is like 101 fantastic people talking about all sorts of things, making jokes, talking politics, putting up recipes, talking about gaming, media, whatever. Like it's all happening um, in this little tiny community. And I love it so much. Um, it's my go-to place um, for kind of just being myself and chatting with folks and things like that. Um, and you'll get the uh, after show from the Instructor Mark, which is just uh, like the Bamboo Lounge, uh, but less pretty. Um <laughs> I mean, it just really is. It's the it's the less pretty version of the Bamboo Lounge. I don't understand what makes the Bamboo Lounge prettier. Uh, both of us. Like, oh, okay. I I so I'm so look. We can take me out of the equation because I'm in both, right? So just subtract Phil, right? <laughs> so then it's then in terms of pretty, it's you, <laughs> or it's Bob and Jerry. Okay, so like this is a literal like. Yeah, it's a prettier. It's a prettier. A, like it's a just pretty prettier. off. Okay, cool. <laughs> Anyway. I, guess, I guess I'm flattered. I was trying to figure out where we were going. Listen, they're that. both good. They're both good. <laughs> they both rambly and talk about stuff and whatever. Like they're both good, but this one's prettier. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, consider supporting our Patreon campaign. It is a big help for us. It helps to keep the lights on and keep the network going. So we appreciate it greatly. Um, if you're already backing our Patreon campaign. Thank you very much. If you are unable to back our Patreon campaign, we understand completely there is a thing that you can do. It will require a little bit of your time. We know your time is precious, so we appreciate it. If you have the time to do it, send a what is that thing they can do? You can leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice, or you can just tell somebody, right? Like, be like, hey, I think you would like this podcast, especially if they're a person who's into gaming podcasts. Um, those are people who tend to like our podcast. So that's cool. Um, thank you very much to everybody for sharing the word and for leaving reviews. We really, really do appreciate it. And um, every time we see it happen, when we actually see either the review happen or like people recommending us in their spaces on social media or whatever, um, we really do appreciate it. It makes us warm and fuzzy on the inside. It's great. So thank you. Indeed, indeed. Say Senda. Tell me about like the biggest mistake you have ever made while GMing. Mm, the biggest significant mistake? Sure. This show is a joint production of She's a Super Geek and Misdirected Mark Productions, the media arm of Encoded Designs. Show me what you got, hey, show me what you got, show me what you got, hey, show me what you got, hey, show me what you got, hey, show me what you got, show me what you got, show me what you got, show me what you got.
Check, check. Audio. Okay. Okay. <sighs> All righty. I did not accomplish sitting in a position that I could actually maintain with the no, mic. I should slouch a little to actually hit this <laughs> like, correctly. Now, now I'm there. Now I'm good. Okay. Bloop. Do, 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 do,